Okay, today's vag has been dedicated to Fu Shalema Ilana Bat Yochebed. Bezat Hashem in the zechut of the Limuda Torah and the zechut of the Tzedakah Ilana Bat Yochebed should have a Fu Shalema the Karv. Okay, so I want to tell you my Mahalach and Rabbi Sol today. I think it's also a very deep yesoid in Chinuch. So let's try to understand it. Basically, we were dealing, we were grappling with two problems. Problem number one was that Rabbi Saul said earlier that in the process of Avoidah, in the step process of Avoidah, we do Kivush first, Tikkun second. First, you have to overcome challenges, you have to deal with the challenges, and then you come to a level that the Avodah Hashem becomes natural by you. Okay? So it starts off not natural, and you make it natural. Over here, he said that uh, when you're a bocher, the main Avodah is going to be Tikkun. And when you get older, it's going to be Kibush. So it sounds like Tikkun comes first, and Kibush comes second. Secondly, we had a problem. Because a bocher's Tikkun, Meaning, we see a bocher, we can get him to have a geshmak in learning, and we can get him to have a geshmak in avoidah, but, since he's riding on geshmak, so then why would the geshmak help him? When he gets older, when it's not geshmak, or he finds other things in the world that's more geshmak, he stops learning. Kachamatzias marelam, right? So how do we understand this? Okay, so this is the word I want to say. Listening, Maya. Ready for Amkis? Okay. The truest sense of Tikkun has to come first with Kibush. Why? Because a person has to face resistance from his Midas and from his Yetzirahs and his Taivas to truly develop yourself, you have to go through that process for sure. It's impossible to have Tikkun without Kibush. It's impossible. Because you have to deal with all the things in yourself that are an obstacle in front of the Evet Hashem or the Chosset, for sure. You can't be a Chosset before you're a Tzaddik, you know. And you can't be a Tzaddik before you're a Benini. You know, you have to have things to deal with. And life situations are there to make you, to press you to work. Correct? So if you're in a situation where you have a lot of tirdas and you have a lot of daigas or other things, so now you have to figure out how to overcome that challenge and be able to develop your true love for learning and your true love for Avodah Hashem has to go through challenges. If a person has zero challenges, even if he has a geschmack and learning, but he doesn't really reach the highest level because he didn't face challenges yet, right? So challenges is really what's going to bring out the truest and the highest level of tikkun, for sure. And that stands true, what Rabbi Saul said in the beginning, okay? However, there is a madrega of tikkun, a madrega of tikkun, that one can do that when the Nisarinists come, It'll make it easier for him to reach the highest level of tikkun. Something similar to what he said earlier, where he said 
that a person has to be boireach min ha'avera. He has to run away from the avera. So he asks, what do you mean from the avera? You have to run away from all averas, right? So the way Rabbi Shosalant was masbir, that every single person has something that really drags them down. That one thing, okay? So if they're going to go straight kibush with it, so the fight is going to be very exhausting, because every day they're fighting with that thing. So it's very exhausting, right? The gavura, how much gavura could you have? So he says you have to make at least a little bit of a tikkun in order that the Nisayan is not daily. So when the Nisayan comes up, you'll be able to fight with it. So it was like a partial tikkun in order to make the full tikkun later through the process of kibush tikkun. You understand? Something similar to that. That means there is a bechina, there is a madrega of tikkun which needs to be in place in order that later on in life, let's just talk mathematically for a second. If you have a bochum who's able to develop this geshmak and learning and davening and chesed, whatever it may be, I'm going to explain how that geshmak works. Right? He gets that, and that makes also a regilus. It becomes part of his nature and his, his routine, right? He developed a certain thing in himself. So even later on in life, he's going to have tests. But this tikkun that he did earlier will make those tests manageable. That he can go through them and get to, to total tikkun. But a guy who, let's say, never learned in his life, or never had tikkun, and any regilus or anything, so to tell him at 40 to start learning is a very complicated thing, right? Let's say every guy never learned. He wasn't religious, let's say, right? He didn't learn. He didn't do anything. And now to be a Balchuva is a very hard thing because now he has to change his whole life. He has to get new habits. It's like starting from scratch when he's an older person and he's already set in his ways and he's already, uh, you know, has a lot of tears and he doesn't have time on his hands to go change and become a new person at an older age is something that's virtually impossible, right? So... Basically, Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi is discussing chinuch here. That's really what he's discussing. What is the chinuch process that we're giving our kids? We're giving our kids a certain chinuch process, which he's calling a tikkun, which I'm going to explain. And that tikkun that we give our kids is to set them up for life. It's not the truest tikkun. The truest tikkun comes when you're an adult, when you actually face challenges, when you actually go through times where it's very difficult to learn. Right? And going through those challenges will actually develop you into a true level of tikkun. But there's a process called chinuch. Chinuch is not just that we should have well-behaved kids now. The point of chinuch is that our children should have the tools and the ability to pass tests later to develop into real big people. You understand? So that's what the discussion here is. It's the tikkun of chinuch. It's not the tikkun gomor. I mean, this that Rabbi Saul Salanta said earlier, to answer the kasha, and then we'll go through all the lumbas in a second. This that Rabbi Saul Salanta said earlier, that the only way to really reach tikkun, meaning to reach perfection, to reach that your avodas Hashem is very natural with you and it fits with you and you do it with hanor and gishmak and, and, and unbelievable with your koiches and that, that high level called tikkun, he says it has to go through kibush first. Now what's the reason? Not just practically because you're on a lower level, you have to get to a higher level. No. It's because tests 
and difficulties bring up your midas that stand in the way of tikkun, and then you deal with it. Kibush is the sugya of dealing with your problems, dealing with your deficiencies. That's what it is. That's what Nisar Nisachayim is. So you can only grow in life if you go through challenges. That's a basic thing. And part of challenges is, I'm, I can't learn now. I'm not, I'm not interested in learning now. Or my taivas are standing in the way of my learning. Or my tirdas are standing in the way of my learning. Or my chemdes hamomen is bigger than my uh, desire to learn, you know. So, like, I have to deal with stuff. You can't get the tikkun without kibush. Impossible, Rabbi Sol's masking to that too. But he is saying that chinuch, how does chinuch work? Because chinuch is the pshat is that when you go as a kid to yeshiva, to elementary, to high school, bismajush, what's all that chinuch going on? That chinuch going on is not that you should have good behavior when you're young. The point of chinuch is, kigam kiyaskin lo yosumimenu. Chinuch means I'm setting you up for later. So how do I set you up for later? <clears throat> By doing some form of a tikkun. This form of a tikkun and vagilis that I give you when you're young will stand with you later when you go through tests. But even though when you're going through a test, it's not kashmak. But it doesn't matter. That foundation will help you go through it. So what is that foundation? Okay, that's the noise. So we said like this. We see, factual, we see guys that were very good in learning when they were kids, Right? That means they had an unbelievable um, gishmak in the sugyas. They said chaburas. They uh, figure out the Gemara makes them feel good when they can figure out the Gemara. When they can say their own pshatim, right? Well, unbelievable, right? The guy's gishmak, lomdis, everything, right? Then he goes to business, and now he doesn't open a book, you know? He forgot even how to read. Why is that? Because now he has a gishmak in making money. It's more gishmak than figuring out a rajma. Understand? Now he has a different life. He's in a different circumstance, and the new circumstance gives him pleasure, and gives him a feeling of success, and gives him his his sense of purpose. He found a new life. So when he was a kid, that's what gave him gishmak. He grew out of it. It's like when we grow out of stuff, you know. When he was like uh, Nebuch, uh, like primitive, and he didn't know what the real world is. So over here it was Gishmak, but nah, right? That means that his Gishmak and learning was not based on Tikkun. That Gishmak and learning was, he had a skill, he learned a skill, he learned how to, he was all happy with himself, and he figured out the Gemara. That's nothing to do with Tikkun. That's not tikkun. Tikkun means, of course we have to teach a kid how to learn. And of course we have to teach him how to have a geshmak and learn it, for sure. But chinuch needs to come with frumkite. What's made us with frumkite? means you have to give him the chashivas of learning is that it's the Ratzon Hashem. You have to give him chashivas in the real thing. Like part of that process may be taking him to gedolim. And seeing what real people who learn Torah, what it does for them, and how it's good for the world. You have to broaden his mind that it's not just learning because I, Yaakov Arari, figured out something, or I'm the top of my class, 
or I could go handle with my Rebbe, and he says, wow, that's all midas. That's not, that's not, that's not So tikkun means that I gave him the real geshmak. I gave him the real geshmak. The geshmak of avoidus Hashem. What chesed means. What, what, what tefillah means. What Torah means. But since he's a kid and he's not facing the serious, in his little world, it's easier for him to have that kishmak because he doesn't know what what it means to have to have that kishmak when you <coughs> when you have to make panosa or when you have shalom bayis or when you have to raise kids. He didn't face the shleimus in it, but being that he's a kid, he's able to. He since he has that 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 fire in him and that kishmakai to him, and he has that flexibility to him and he has that time to him. You're able to instill values. It's not values without practice. It's not like, you know, you, you know, the kids' books that they talk about all the tzaddikim and all the gedolim and all the, you know, things, right? So now, oh, I'm just going to read these books and have great chashivas for Torah, and get, but I'm not going to do it myself. That's not going to hold either, probably. You know what I'm saying? Maybe at best you'll support Torah, but you won't learn Torah, you know? So the point is, I, I, I build up the frumkite, the rotsen Hashem chelik, the true value of the thing, and then I get you into it. Of course, I have to help you succeed at it too. You understand? So what I did was I gave him a form of the tikkun, of the final product, but I gave it to him in a lower level with, without challenges, without purifying all the midis and all the difficult things that stand in the way. I didn't give him that because he's a kid. Kid's not ready for that stuff. Number one, is not ready for it. And number two, he doesn't face with the challenge. So it's a little abstract for him, you know. He's not able to deal with that. So, But later on in life, after he already has the true value of learning to the degree that he understood it, and he practiced it, and he experienced it, and he was involved with it, and now he has tests, he will still have the she'ifa to go back to that, and to reach that, because he was part of it, and he wants to be part of it, and it's important for him to be part of it, and it has value to him. So that will be the driving force for him to go through the kibush tikkun process. So chinuch is extremely important. But we're learning over here that when you're mechanach our children, it's not enough to make sure that they can have good kriya, and they can read, and they can have good havono, educational skills. The educational skills is not enough to, to, to do the job, because you could do educational skills, which you could feel like you're a mutzlach in learning with educational skills. And if you have a decent head, you could actually enjoy the fact that you uh, figured out a gemara, you know? If that's all you know about in life is Gemara, right? So we know a lot of kids, Baruch Hashem, the Yeshiva system has a lot of kids that they don't know anything but Gemara, you know? They're not aware of the world around them. They're still sheltered kids, you know? So now, this is their life, and this is what they do, and this is how they matzliach, right? So if I teach them the skills, I teach them how to read, and then I teach them how to figure out a toysvist, it's very intriguing, it's very interesting. It's like a mystery. He figured it out. He came out with the pitaron. He sees his kishrin. That's seeing himself. He sees his kishrin coming out in the Gemara, right? 
So then his whole learning is based only around himself and his skills and his abilities and his success and his, and his feeling like he's a something. The minute you put him in the world, that's going to go bye-bye. Because now he found out that he could develop his skills in making money. And his kishuna making money. And trying to figure out how to crack the market and how to be creative in, in sales. So all his kachas and nefesh is being used in something else. And he's making money. So then why should he learn for? Because now he brought in his horizon of what can make a person happy in life in the Gashmiya sense, in the materialistic sense, in the, in the egoistic sense. He has other things. So why is that chinuch gonna help him? But if, when he's a bachar and yeshiva, you can give him the frumkite aspect of the learning, and you can teach him to have a geshmakite in doing the rots and Hashem, and knowing the rots and Hashem, and that type of inyonim, however you're going to foster it, you have to foster it, together with the learning, not just the, not just give him books, not just let him party around and then take him on an Israel trip to kiss Rabbi's hands, you know, that's a nice thing. But you have to do it with the learning, right? So, but that's part of his chinuch that you take him to the rabbis. Because you have to show him a live representation of what it means of a person who lives according to the will of Hashem and you see he's happy. You see he has menuch sanefesh. You see, as you know, you could relate each one according to his age bracket. But the point is, you're giving him the real thing. So that real thing that you gave him, the point is, that's the chinuch. So when he gets older, and now he's facing challenges, he still wants the real thing. And he looks at the challenge as a taiva in the way of the real thing. But he still wants the real thing. Then he'll do the work. Because he knows what the real thing is, he wants the real thing, he's experienced the real thing, and what he sees in the business world is the obstacle, so he knows how to make the avoida. He doesn't see it as a replacement to his taivas. That used to be his taivas manifest itself in the base medrash, and now manifest itself in the business world. First days, that's the amphikas I believe in Rabbi Shul. We'll stop there for today. Uh-huh.